Welcome to SBC This Week. I'm Brandon Porter. Laura Erlinson is here with me. And Laura, it is uh, full speed ahead toward Christmas at this point. It is. I have not wrapped the first thing. I have purchased Uh-oh. some presents, but there are no... In fact, my kids were on me about it this morning. Why are there no presents under the tree? <laughs> because Mama has a job. <laughs> well, <laughs> and something it, every single night of the week. And something yeah. every night at church or at school <laughs> or something. Yeah. But yeah. we're getting there. We're getting there. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It is, it's busy time. It's the height of the Christmas season, for sure. Yep. So, um, well, uh, we have lots going on at Baptist Press this week. Um, across the across the convention, um, some of our state conventions have held their mission board meetings, and those folks are beginning now to kind of wrap up for the year. Um, we, we've been excited to follow some of our state partners and their, their papers and read what's happening there in the states. Um, top 10 stories, Laura, that this time of the year um, around the Baptist Press office, uh, we do a lot of talking, uh, reflective talking about yeah. this this past year um, in the SBC and then just in, in broader circles. Yes, we do. And it's always, um, it's kind of fun to look back at what we've published. It's easy to forget things because you publish so many different things that every day is different. And you think, oh, yeah, I remember when we published this back in July, that was really important or that was really a neat, encouraging story. And so we need to kind of re-up that and make sure everybody gets to see that one more time or maybe for the first time. So that's always fun this time of year to get to get to put those together. Yeah. So we uh, just sort of as a housekeeping note, um, those top 10 stories will be coming out on Baptist Press uh, the week of. What is Sunday? Sunday is the 17th, right? Yeah. So the week, so the of, week the of December. Yeah, the week of the 18th. Um, that Those stories will be coming out. Um, also, we're working on an SBC this week uh, for, for next Friday, um, the 23rd. Second, sorry, the twenty second. Yeah, I'm trying to do all the all the calendar <laughs> math in my head, um, and so we're working on that one. But we're going to take a break that last week of the year, and so just giving you a heads up that uh, there's there's, Lord willing, one more episode of SBC this week left for 2023, and then we'll see you in 2024. Um, lots of stories to get to for today, though, so don't go anywhere. We'll be right back after we hear from our presenting sponsor, Subsplash. If you're a pastor who wants to engage with your congregation and build connections beyond weekend services, Subsplash can help. Subsplash allows your community to access messages, resources, and even give from one place, helping congregations connect in ways you never could have before. Learn more at subsplash.com forward slash SBC. When you use that link, you'll get a special discount, but you have to use the link. Again, it's subsplash.com forward slash SBC. Well, Laura, we want to start the story segment of SBC this week, uh, turning to a story by Karen Willoughby that it's it's just a beast. I think that was your word. A yes, beast, that's the word. As, as when I started editing it. it, I was like, oh, my goodness, I can't imagine putting this together. But she did a fantastic job. Of course, a veteran Baptist journalist, Karen Willoughby, you maybe have seen her byline many times. But she uh, took a deep dive into the state conventions and went through all of their reports from their annual meetings, which all, of course, have been in Baptist Press. We've talked about that a lot here. And just what their CP giving looks like. What do their budgets look like this year? What is what about their CP allocations to national CP? Um, has that changed from previous years? Has it gone up or down or is it the same? All of those kind, that kind of analysis. And we published that in Baptist Press on Thursday this week. And it's 
it's pretty interesting. It's it's just mm-hmm. a snapshot kind of of where where are we? And there's a lot of really encouraging things in there. A lot of states that have seen great increases in their budgets or uh, the ability to up their uh, percentage that they forward to national CP. Mm-hmm. A lot of good ministries going on in a lot of states. And as we all know, but it's just neat to see it kind of all in one place. Yeah, I really appreciated. Uh, not not only does she highlight the numbers, you know, mm-hmm. which is that's right. very important, but she also really highlights the partnership and the cooperative yes. spirit. Um, and I I know that that from the state conventions I, I was able to visit, um, that that is true. Uh, folks want to work together uh, to to carry the gospel forward, to build healthy churches, to meet mm-hmm. needs through DR, through you know all all the things that 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 the Lord allows us to do as Southern Baptist. Yeah. And it's one of those stories that, you know, you see the word count. When I saw the word count, when I went to edit it, I was like, oh, my goodness, is anybody going to read this whole thing? But then I read it and I thought, no, this is really interesting. It's You're really going to want to read the whole thing. It's pretty good. Absolutely. So, yeah. 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 Very good. So we'll point you to that one uh, right out of the gate, state by state CP giving. And then, Laura, we had a fantastic story come to us from the IMB um, about just an inspiring um, effort there to reach Angola with the gospel. Yeah, such a good story. And, um, you know, all the IMB missionary feature stories are good. It's hard to pick a favorite, but this one was really great. And uh, yesterday I was so happy to run this story because it just talks about how a really effective ministry that's going on right now. And mm-hmm. you can never predict, it seems like, when when you go and share what, what the soil is going to be like in that place. Mm-hmm. But the soil was very fertile in this uh, little place in Angola. And the people are displaced. Many of them live outdoors in tents or even just under trees or in trees and tree houses. And yet these missionaries have come to work with them and then national Christians as well. Um, and the response has been pretty astounding. And this yeah. is in Angola. And the missionaries there are set to retire. Uh, Steve and Carla Evans, there's a real sweet mm. picture of the two of mm-hmm. them in the picture, holding hands, kind of walking away from the scene. And it sort of is symbolic, I guess, of their impending retirement. But they've been there for decades and are just and talked about just how encouraged they are to see mm. the fruit of some of their labors. And it's just yeah. a it's always a shot in the arm to see, especially here in Lottie Moon season. You're like, man, this is what it's all about. That's a great story. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Very good. Uh, next, we we turn our attention to Warsaw, Missouri, um, or Missouri, depending on uh, which which yes, side of the line you're you. on. They will correct you. They will correct you. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Well, over <laughs> here on this side of the Mississippi, people tend to say Missouri. Yeah. So, anyway, um, but but man, just a what what are they thinking kind of story? I know. It's yeah. crazy. So, yeah. So the a new church. Home Baptist Church. Yeah, they're in Warsaw. Um, a series. It's almost like these vandals are building yeah, up their courage more and more yeah. bold each time. They mm-hmm. vandalized this building several times. The first time, first few times, it was more like kind of minor things. They would find something broken, or they would find, you know, a window broken or something. Mm-hmm. But then the last time, they just demolished the mm-hmm. building. Um, mm-hmm. Not uh, necessarily any structural damage, but furniture turned over all the pews turned over in the sanctuary the pulpit turned over the fellowship hall all the tables and cabinets and everything pulled out and uh torn out and it was just really crazy and they don't have any suspects they don't know who did it or why and Mm. they said the sheriff's office the deputies that came out to look into it even became emotional when they 
saw it because it was just so such a strange thing. And so, yeah, yeah, yeah be in prayer for a, New Home Baptist Church. Yeah, some moving pictures, um, you know, uh, with that story. Uh, I think about that when you mentioned the sheriff's deputies, because that, that's really true. Seeing those pictures, you just, mm-hmm. why would somebody do this? Yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, that that's there. Uh, we point you to that one. Um, it's been a big, big week in uh, the issue of abortion. Um, the Supreme Court announced earlier this week that they will pick up a case out of Texas on uh, Mifepristone. It was a challenge um, uh, to a ruling that the FDA made back in the year 2000. Um, and so uh, it's it's moved. There's been bumps all along the way, but finally the, the Supreme Court has agreed that they're, they're going to hear that case. And, um, you know, chemical abortion is... Um, it's it's the most common form of abortion these days, and so right. this this case has great bearing on that. Um, also, in the area of abortion, um, there are new lawsuits in te- in Texas and in Kentucky um, over abortion access. And um, I, I remember the first time a few years ago when I heard an ERLC leader talk about if if Roe versus Wade is overturned, this decentralized debate and argument and fight or centralized argument is going to decentralize. Mm-hmm. And so instead of one one issue, we'll have 50 issues. That's right. And that, that's what's happening. And mm-hmm. so we're watching states uh, make up their own regulations and laws related to abortion. And then, you know, as folks go in between states, what's that look like to leave your state where the law may be this way to go to another state where it may be that way? Um, and how does how does the state deal with that? And so uh, the ERLC spoke into both of those stories, some helpful comments as we enter into this new era surrounding the, the life um, debate. And so That's make sure right. to read those at Baptist Press. And then Laura Diana Chandler filed a story this week on a ministry out of Fort Worth called Fearless. Tell us a bit about that. Yeah, very encouraging story again. Um, as we know in the SBC, of course, and really in the world at large, uh, the topic of sexual abuse has been on the front of, of most people's minds and not just preventing abuse, which is, of course, paramount, but caring for those who have been abused. Mm-hmm. Um, that is also a high priority for our churches and but, it's, but sometimes they don't really know where to start. So maybe mm-hmm. I have someone in my church that's had this experience or in, in, in all likelihood, lots of people in your church have mm-hmm. maybe had an experience. So what do I do? How do I minister to them? And so Diana interviewed a couple of different people for this story. One of them is a, a, a pastor named James Reeves mm-hmm. who started a, this ministry called Fearless. And it's for people who have been sexually abused um, mm-hmm. to kind of work through it and get on the maybe the other side of it and live in in victory after yeah. that and it's uh, his commentary is very powerful he just talks about his own traumatic childhood and how that has kind of led him to to be to start this ministry and then uh, the story also features an interview with the woman who's gone through the material and what it has done for her and how it has really changed her life and yeah. It's it's just very hopeful because, um, you know, you don't have to live defeated. You don't have to. You're you are not um, a sum of all the bad things that have happened to you. Um, you can overcome a lot of those things. Not to say that the scars go away, but but you can live in in victory. And so this story mm-hmm. is just really very encouraging. Not just for um, 
people who maybe haven't had this experience, but even for churches to know, okay, here's a, a starting point, you know, here's for us yeah. to help people. Yeah, very, very helpful resource. So, so check out that story and there's a link to the, to the resource in that story. Um, and then, um, I'm trying to think of a rhyme, Laura, and it's just not coming to me, but it seems like here now in this part of the country, December brings tornadoes. Yeah, and, um, which, what yeah. in the world? That's I know. crazy. Like right <laughs> yeah. before, like here's your Christmas tornado. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. That, that's what I was trying to think of. If April showers bring May flowers. Oh, then, I got you. Then Christmas wreaths bring tornadoes. You know, oh, it just doesn't you. really have the same ring, but, um, but it's what's happened. And so... Um, so across Tennessee, even over to North Carolina, um, significant tornado damage, even some fatalities. And, um, you know, anywhere there's need like that, you know who's going to show up. It's those those good folks in yellow shirts. That's um, right. Southern Baptist DR right there, ready to, to roll to help in any way that they possibly can. Yeah. You and I, I think both were taking cover Saturday night because mm -hmm. uh, it came we were. through where Southern Kentucky, where you live. and yeah. Tennessee where I live and we were huddled in the basement for a couple hours mm -hmm. and uh, it came about as I think the closest it's ever come to my house um, mm. it was still about a mile away but that's too close for comfort mm. and uh, of course we had some heavy storms and everything and but you're right within 24 hours um, Southern Baptists were already out in force setting up in fact I drove my kids I live about a few blocks from the First Baptist Church of Goodlettsville, Tennessee. Mm -hmm. And I drove my kids by there the next day to show them the Alabama disaster relief trucks and equipment yeah. and stuff in the parking lot of that church. I said, hey, you guys need to see this. This is really cool. This is what we mm -hmm. support, this right here. And so it's just, it's just, it's such an encouraging thing to see. And so just moving really uh, to see people just deployed immediately you know here yeah. we here we come we're coming to help and there's so much devastation here um just within a few miles of where i'm sitting right now people mm -hmm. buildings just leveled and like you said six fatalities here in tennessee just tragic yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah be in prayer for that and also just uh, donations to southern baptist disaster relief are always in order and prayer for those that are out helping and serving yeah yeah very good well, we want to again thank Subsplash, our sponsor um, here at SBC this week. Uh, they are uh, been faithfully with us through much of this year, and so we're grateful for them. Make sure to check them out at subsplash.com forward slash SBC, and you can see how they can help your church uh, reach and connect with folks at subsplash.com forward slash SBC. All right, Laura, here it is, the Christmas yep. history moment. Um, I love it. Yeah, I love yep. it. Uh, I know I say this every time that I love it, but I really do love this one. So um, I found this story yesterday and the headline is this. It's first of all, it's it's actually a, from like a week or two ago on the mm -hmm. calendar. But because mm -hmm. it's Christmas, I thought it was OK. So this is from the end of November in 1980. Yeah, but the show aired Saturday, December the 13th of 1980. Okay, so right. that's time. So, yeah. So we're we're right on it. Yeah. Baptist Choir performs for Perry Como special. Mm -hmm. All right. So Perry Como, <laughs> as you know, um, there's no place like home for the holidays. Mm -hmm. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas, like these standard Christmas songs. Like, mm -hmm. You may not know that that's Perry Como if you're like under 40, but it is. It's that yeah. He's the guy that you hear all the time. Mm -hmm. So this choir 
uh, he was doing a Christmas special. He did a Christmas special on t- t- TV every year, or at least maybe not every year on ABC, but a lot of years. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of mm-hmm. them. And this particular year, in 1980, he was doing it from Jerusalem. His Christmas wow. special was recorded in Jerusalem. And there's a, um, this choir was, um, you remember, we've been talking the last few weeks about the Baptist Village in, mm-hmm. in uh, Tel Aviv, mm-hmm. or right outside of Tel Aviv. Well, this choir was from that place, and yeah. they were sort of a church choir there, but then they ended up becoming a community choir and did concerts like all around that area, Yeah, in, like in the 60s, and they became pretty well known. And so they began calling themselves the Singers of Praise, and that's how they are introduced in the Perry Como special because, and I know this because <laughs> after I found <laughs> this story, I was like, well, I want to know if I can watch this special. So I would like to give a shout out to the YouTube person, whoever he is, who decided that it was he would take the time to put all of the Perry Como TV specials on YouTube mm-hmm. because those people are unsung heroes. I am so happy when I find something <laughs> like that. Um, when I find some obscure thing like that on YouTube, I'm like, I'm so glad that somebody took the time to do this. Like, I don't think mm-hmm. I would ever do that, but I'm so thankful that other people do it. Yeah. So he did it. And I watched the whole thing yesterday and it's great. It's really, um, it's very 1980. So, to, you know, make of that what you will, but it's full of the gospel so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, they read from, of course, Luke and they talk about Mary's virgin birth and they, um, and they talk about, uh, they read from the Sermon on the Mount uh, mm. from right there on a mountaintop and yeah. they, there's just so much Bible in it, and yeah. of course the singers the uh, that are there on the hillside singing are fantastic, and it's just neat. It was so yeah. neat, and I just thought, well, that Very is nice. really cool. That here's these Baptists uh, that are part of this big television event, and who knows how many people viewed that in 1980? There weren't a lot of other options of things to watch, so yeah. probably millions of people saw that, and now millions more can see it because it's it, there forever on YouTube. So yeah, go watch yeah. it. It's pretty cool. It, it's a, it talks about scenes in Bethlehem, scenes in Nazareth, at the Sea That's of Galilee. Right. Yes, so, they 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 go yeah. all of the places and talk about. Uh, they even film a one segment in a kibbutz, uh, which mm. we've been hearing a lot about those recently mm-hmm. uh, s- since the war has been going on these last few months. And they they talk about Hanukkah, and they they are there with a group of people celebrating mm. Hanukkah in a kibbutz. Um, but it's really heavily, of course, uh, focused on Christmas and the story of the birth of Christ. And they just talk about it uh, very much the way we might talk about it at church. I mean, it's just, mm-hmm. it was really, it was neat to see. So most likely if you go to YouTube and you search for Perry Como Christmas, Christmas Special 1980, mm-hmm. you're going to yep. find it. You'll find right? it. There okay. it is. So there you go. We may have to gather the Porter family up over the weekend <laughs> and sit down and watch that. So sounds good. Well, uh, we want to wish you a Merry Christmas as as you uh, celebrate and prepare uh, maybe to take some time off away from work and ministry, uh, spend time with family, maybe just time to rest. And, and we hope that, that you certainly will have that opportunity. We thank you for listening to SBC this week um, over this year. Uh, I know Laura and I especially appreciate um, the opportunity to step in for Jonathan and Amy. And yeah. uh, we, we've we've had some encouraging words from folks and positive feedback. And so thank you for your kindness to us over these last few months as we have filled in for them in 2023. And uh, we look forward to, to continuing on 
um, on the other side of the holidays. Like I said, one more podcast in the plan for 2023, and then we'll we'll catch up with you in 2024. That's right. Uh, we really do appreciate the opportunity to do this. Thank you so much for listening. As always, don't take our word for it. Uh, see all of this and more, plus our end of the year ra- roundup stories uh, next week at baptistpress.com. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.